podcast of flipping and mashing this is a video game and pinball and movie podcast where we talk about basically everything that we love and since this is our very first podcast we thought that we'd tell you about us first that just so you know who you're listening to all the time our background in video games like what we love uh how many pinball machines we have <laughs> or whatever so Parno, why don't you start first what was your very first video game that you ever played um, my friend, uh, what was I like, five or what or so? My friend across the street, he would get all the consoles. So his sister had an Atari twenty six hundred, mm-hmm. and we played like um, Don- like the first Donkey Kong Junior. And then he himself got a Nintendo Entertainment System, and I just remember playing track and field on the D on that big D pad thing. Sure, we, sure. We run on it. Yeah, a ton. I've never used that. You're missing out because it was the best exercise ever. <laughs> uh, I think my first video game that I ever played was Super Mario Brothers. My cousin had, uh, one cousin had a uh, Nintendo system and the other cousin had uh, the Sega Genesis. And for some reason I thought Sega Genesis was way more cool, way more extreme. <laughs> so he was the cooler cousin because he had a Sega Genesis. But... Uh, so I think, yeah, my first game had to have been Super Mario Brothers, and then at the same time, there was a skateboarding game. I don't know what it was called. For NES. Oh, Skate or Die, I bet. It's probably. It was kind of top-down? Yep. Yeah. No, 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 no. It was a side-scroller. It was Skitchin. Okay. I, well, maybe. It could have been. I have no idea what it was called. But I remember I thought that that game was also super cool. <laughs> but so those are probably my very first two games I've ever played, and then I never had a council system personally until I was like 15 years old it just wasn't allowed in my house but uh, once I finally got a job of my own I went out went out and bought PlayStation 1 and then me and my brother were addicted ever since so I mean uh, I think the most the games I played the most growing up were uh, Ratchet and Clank Ooh. Um, Jack and Daxter, that that whole series. I love that Jack and Daxter series. And then I think the the, the game for sure that I played the most of, that just spent the most time on as a teenager, would have been uh, Battle Battlefront Two. One I loved a lot on but, Xbox, the original. Well, t- yes, on both. I originally started with on um, PlayStation Two. I switched oh, over yeah. to the Xbox because of Halo. And it, the, the hype of Halo and everybody moving to Halo. And I needed to get on that, that train. So we, Marshall and I, we, my brother, we gathered up all of our games, went to GameStop. <laughs> we traded in all of our games. For five bucks. Sure. I, I, who knows how much we got. But we, we, we basically sold the farm to get one Xbox, one Halo, and one uh, Battlefront 2. That's all we had for a long time. We just lived and breathed those two games for a while i don't know but that's i don't know you man that's that's late i it was late exactly i i I didn't play you have way more experience when it comes to older system older systems Uh, than i do i i basically i was like playstation 2 mainly sure that was was a huge console right right so after my friend nes i went out and saved up all my pennies for a Sega Genesis. And mm. I'm talking piles. I'd make 100, 100 penny piles. Awesome. And my, made my dad bring them to the bank. And I'm assuming they hated them. <laughs> I converted that to, well, it was $80 or 120 or whatever it was. And I got this, the Sega Genesis Model 2, which is the smaller one. How old did you give at the time? Right behind this. Like 12? I, it had to be about that. Sure. About 10 or 12. I got the Sonic 2 pack. And then... My buddy had a Model 1, him and his dad, and I remember playing Michael Jackson, like his Moonwalker game, and uh, Altered I Beast. I played that as an arcade. I never played that. It's a different, it's a different game. Oh, okay. okay. But, no, no, but it's amazing. I, got, I haven't played that. I haven't played the arcade game. I've only played the Sega game. I remember as a kid, I thought that that was such a super cool game because he'd do his moonwalk and then all these like moon lasers would come down and start destroying all these enemies. I don't know like 
What do you do in your game? So in the Genesis, it's a side scroller, but on the arcade, it's like a it's like three D like, scroller. It's yeah, it's kind of like uh, Teenage Mutant Ninja, Ninja Turtles. Yeah, and, and yeah, and yeah. you can have like four Michael Jacksons. It's three or four. I don't remember what it was. I'm not sure, but it was super cool. Yeah, and I still haven't played it. Not even an emulator. I need to play it. I I remember enjoying it as a kid. I mean, but then to me also, Teenage Mutant Ninja Ninja Turtles was also like the coolest game, second coolest game. The coolest game when I was really young, arcade wise, was that uh, the X Men game. No, the the four player X Men. Yeah, the same style, but yeah, the X Men game. That one I just I went there one time to to the arcade with a whole piggy bank. Because I, I had some cash first. I went originally with, with some cash, me and my buddy. And we spent all my money. Because I, I apparently was bankrolling the game at that time. <laughs> so I spent all my money. And he's like, we need more money. I was like, I have more money. So we got on our bikes, ran back home. I grabbed my whole piggy bank. And we ran back. <laughs> and then uh, I dumped my whole entire piggy bank into that system. And, and I was broke once again. See, too bad it's not like pinball where you can just, you know, win replays. Arcade yeah. games just... Eat yeah. your money no matter what. And the thing is, I don't think we were even getting that far. <laughs> <laughs> I just think we just kept dying. You kept continuing. Kept, yeah, yeah. Exactly, just kept continuing. <laughs> oh, man. So I did the Genesis, and then I was so hardcore into Sega that I was about to buy the, the Sega Saturn. Because I thought hmm. that port behind the uh, CD lid was for the Sega Genesis games. Oh sure. Somehow I don't no idea why I thought that. Maybe the shape. Sure. But then when my friend explained one of my friends explained it and he said, No, that's like a game genie kind of cartridge thing. Sure. It like totally wrecked my view of Sega. And so I went PlayStation One. They somehow convinced me. I had no idea anything about PlayStation. I hated it. Well, it wasn't just you that they they convinced the entire world to go over to PlayStation One. Oh, PlayStation One just dominated. Right. But I got Twisted Metal as my first game. And then I was hooked. Cool borders, all that. Just hooked ever since. So then I did PS2. I got an Xbox original at some point and then modded it. And then got a PS3, 360. And then you know, the Wii waited in 24 hours in line for that in the cold. Hmm. The yeah. Wii U, I saw at E3. And they didn't explain it good enough so that they didn't tell you it's a whole new console and the name of it was horrible. So it, they was had, a, it was a weird name, a terrible name. It, it made my mind at the time when they said Wii U and then the description of it. I feel like you're absolutely right that they never gave a good description of what What am I looking at right now? No, and then the this console like was the same size-ish, white. Mm-hmm. And so really, and it used you could use the Wiimotes. Mm-hmm. So the only thing different, if you looked quickly, was the gamepad. Right. So when I walked up to play the demo at E3, right. it literally was like, oh, you... You made a gamepad screen controller mm-hmm. for the Wii. Because the graphics were the same. Which their, was, their demo was the... Nor- which I think is what Wii. most people thought. At least it was what I thought, too. Looking at it, I was like, okay, so you made a cool controller for it. What else is new here? Because I don't see anything else no, that's yeah. new. Or at least you're at least not telling me what's new. No, they did a horrible job. So it took me two years to buy one. And I got one used for a pretty good deal. But then there's this like secret library of just fantastic games. Like somehow Nintendo snagged Bayonetta 2, mm. re-released Bayonetta 1 on it. You know, that was an Xbox. Wait, Bayonetta 2 is an exclusive? Yeah, exclusive to the Wii U. Oh, I didn't know that. Yeah. And now, on the Switch, Bayonetta 3 is an exclusive to the Switch, plus they're getting 2 and 1. Really? Oh, you better go buy a Switch. <laughs> I did not. Who I didn't doesn't know wanna, Who doesn't want to fight half-naked? Yeah. <laughs> With yeah. my hair. No, I didn't know that at all. Well, at least that two was an exclusive to. Yeah, it was Wii U. a big deal because it was. And I just saw the trailer for Bayonetta three, so oh, then I thought yeah. that was going to be across all platforms. Would you say no. it's also an exclusive? And I want to say Bayonetta two is probably the most adult-like game on the system. I mean, Zombie U, which I think was it you and I that, just watched that yep, video. Yep, it's coming out for free on uh, Xbox One right now for like oh the, the gold the, yeah the gold yeah. There's not a whole ton of adult games, but that was definitely one of them. Where it's very mature content. So Zombie U came out on the Wii U almost at launch, if not launch. And the cool thing was, it was like, it, it could have been a really good game. And it, some parts were a good game. But you played, you had to have the TV, and you played watching the TV, but right. your gamepad was like your inventory. Sure. 
So when you looked down, there was no pausing. So you looked down at your gamepad to like check your inventory or change mm-hmm. up something. Because there's not a lot of weapons in the game. You're kind of very minimalistic trying to defeat all these zombies. Right. Or just run away from them. You would look down at your gamepad and all of a sudden a zombie jumps out or starts eating right. you. Because so, the game doesn't stop while you're looking down. Yeah. Which may be a... Th- I, see, I wonder how they're going to address it. See, they obviously already have addressed it with the Xbox because PC, it's, yeah. it's already out and available. But I'm going to find out when it comes out for free here in like a couple days. Yeah, I'll just say that too. Because I don't know if... You, when you try to look at your inventory, is it just keep playing in the background? Maybe it'll like split screen it. I, yeah, I mean now we don't know anything because it's been on for PC and right. Xbox for a while. Right. Well, PS4. we'll find out here in a couple days. So I have, I usually grab all the consoles. I I just don't have a Xbox or a PS4, but I just I don't have time to game. Do you have a PS3? I'm yeah, lo- actually I'm looking at it right now. There it is. Yeah. And what else? Oh, I went nuts and got the NES Classic and the SNES Classic recently in the last year. Yeah. And I've only played each once. Really? But I want them. So I have them. Well, hey, I walked around with both in my cart, and I had to talk myself out of it the whole entire time walking around us. <laughs> You're ridiculous. Like, I put them in my cart, and I spent the entire time while I was shopping trying to talk myself out of it. Like, you don't, you don't need these? God forbid you just resell You're, them and make money. <laughs> You're not even going to play them, because... I know that you think that they're fun, Steve, but you're you're not even gonna play it. It's gonna it's gonna just sit on the back while you play Destiny or or you play, you know, whatever current game is out, and you're just gonna own it and have spent the money on it for no reason. But I guess the hard part is with those you could show your your son and introduce him to the gaming that you kind of experienced as you were a kid. Well, you're right, and not just that, but those games are generally easier to function. You got like two buttons. Yeah, and it's just hard. Well, some of them are hard. Yeah, very hard. Actually, some of them are extremely hard. But nonetheless, the control scheme is very simple. Yeah, right. You gotta jump, maybe a fireball, and then a deep. Oh, so like for sure, Mario. Mm-hmm. And he's okay. So like, we should preface. Uh, sure. Steve's. So so my son, he's three years old. I just re- recently bought Injustice Two. Actually, I didn't buy it. I got given it for a gift for. Uh, Christmas, Santa Injustice Claus. 2, exactly, Santa Claus gave it to me, and I asked Santa Claus f- uh, for it <laughs> on purpose, because I wanted to play with my son uh, a game, and I couldn't think of a game that would be good to play with him, because on the Xbox One, it's pretty much all adult games, as far as I can tell. I mean, I've, I've looked for kid my, games. Minecraft, I think, is the only one that my neighbor plays. But that's not a good game for a three-year-old. That's a good game no, for like, yeah. a, like, a, like a nine-year-old or an eight-year-old. So, for him, I was trying to come up with something that at least would be easy. Now, I get that Injustice 2 may sound complicated, but in reality, as long as he just button mashes... He'll beat you. He, 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 yeah, <laughs> he very well, honestly, he'd be, he'd be a challenge as long as he's button mashing. I've played against people that just button mash like crazy, and they're a challenge to beat. Now, uh, he's going to have fun, because he's going to be able to play with Batman and Wonder Woman and Super, Superman and have a yeah, blast. Yeah, he's big into the superheroes Yeah, he's, he's super huge into superheroes, and he's going to have fun while not even really needing to worry about the button scheme. Now, in reality, it didn't work out the way I thought it would. I thought, <laughs> I thought he would just button mash like crazy and just have a fun time. Instead, he's very calculated on what he does. <laughs> he learns what what buttons uh, work best for him. He's like, oh, the A is perfect because the A is a good, solid kick. It throws him a long ways. So he just spams A. And if he doesn't spam A, he knows what the grab button is. So he punches the grab because the grab is also a cool looking move and it's powerful and then he knows his uh, superpowers as well so he's he's got those three things that he just spams constantly now I'm letting him win for the most part because <laughs> otherwise yeah. right. he probably doesn't care he doesn't <laughs> want to play anymore but uh, it's I'm, I'm having fun with him and I, as long as he gets the scheme of the controller eventually uh, he'll evolve to be able to handle he'll probably start playing Blaze Blue Coming up here, sure. If you ever played that, I don't even know. What it's you're a really about intricate like PlayStation fighter, or just the you know Street Fighter. Sure. No, I mean, I, what I should get him in reality is a big game pad. Yeah, the the joystick, arcade joystick. Yes, yeah, exactly. Because then his little hands can hold that big huge joystick, and and then he's got the other buttons laid out in front of him. He can just slap those, and he knows exactly which each button is. Instead of having his little tiny hands hold his controller, trying to wrap his thumbs <clears> around where the joysticks are, he can hold a whole joystick in one hand while he slaps the other big buttons. It'd be That's actually what I should do. And he'll win every time then. 
because that's probably a better way to play anyway. <laughs> sure, sure. Uh, I'm not as bad as you think. <laughs> I remember playing like Mortal Kombat 9. Was that the first one that they like re-released? Or not re-released, but like remade the when they remade the franchise on Xbox 360? Was that Mortal Kombat 9? I owned them all. I don't remember which one was uh, the original for the 360. Um, what, which one? What are you referring? to? It was like to? the first one where they had where you punch. You know, you have the special and the punches. Oh, and you break X-ray sure. vision. It has like all the X-ray vision. Is that nine? I don't know. I don't know. I I know what you're talking about. Let's just go with that. I know which one you're talking about. I don't remember why I brought it up. Oh, well, you probably. Oh yeah, because we played it at uh, at a buddy's house. We yes. had like a big tournament. Yeah, and I we probably had several sucked. of those tournaments because I butt mashed. <laughs> but a, a lot of the people there, because first of all, everybody was half drunk. And second of all, uh, there, there, there was females that never even played a video game. There were guys who were too old and don't give a crap about video games. We oh, were yeah. all there because we're buddies. And then we all wanted to play Mortal Kombat. So like, let's, let's just relax. Okay? You button mash and you're half in the game. And it actually worked, yeah. There's exactly. a lot of people. There were some people. Exactly. Your sister or something got pretty far. Mm, I don't know. She probably got far, but she didn't get real deep. Whereas... Uh, like Jim Ronding, I think. Yeah, yeah Jim got... Like, like third place, straight up button mashing. He doesn't know anything. He doesn't know what he's doing. He he's just slapping buttons, just just mashing away, and he's got third place. His his best gaming is like, and he's just laughing. Gin at rummy. Us. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah, exactly, exactly. Uh, yeah. So currently, I just have a Switch and an X One, and I play a little Destiny two. I got World War Two Call of Duty. I haven't really played Xbox much, but the Switch, I'm like really, mm-hmm. it's so easy to pick up and play, and I can kind of bring it wherever, and my wife can watch TV, and I can be on the same couch playing mm-hmm. King Ra- Rabbit Kingdom game or the Mario Odyssey. But my, I'm just running uh, the Xbox One currently. Um, I have an Xbox 360, but that just sits in the dust. Um, I'm trying to push more into mobile games. It's I was anti-mobile games for a long time. And then I slowly have been adjusting and trying to allow myself to just enjoy a game for the fun of it and not need credit from, like, uh, an Xbox Live achievement. or So, or, or, <laughs> the, or, so right. the achievements worked on somebody. It, exactly, exactly. Or, or you know, it, and not just that, but also I was anti-mobile games for a long time so that you're not a true gamer if you're playing a mobile game. Well, that was the big, when mobile gaming first started, getting big that was everybody that was all the console people's excuse right yeah except the mobile gaming market just kept exploding plus another great thing about mobile gaming is they're all free oh they're not all free but a vast majority of them are free now greed you have to pay stuff in in game in game or you have to wait or something right kind of like but now that mobile game experience of having to pay in the game has now transferred over to big title games in the console system oh you're talking yeah, yes. now you're all pissed off about EA. Well, I'm not just. Well, it's not just EA. Everybody. Well, no, doing yeah, it. yeah. I think across the board, they're all good. doing it, and no one wants to stop doing it. This is the way of the future. This is the way how we're going to make all of our money. Is not only we're going to charge them sixty bucks for uh, a triple A triple A disc. One, we're not going to finish it completely because who cares about that? We'll push it out early as long as it's on time. That's all we care about. Cool. We'll fix it afterwards with, with updates. And then two. We're going to charge the crap out of every single little bit of everything, and it's mainly going to be pay-to-play. So, okay, I, I think the main pay, game pay that pushed, win, pushed this say. was Battlefront the, the, 3, well, what was it called? No, 2. Battle, Battlefront 2, well, the new 2, the new Battlefront Oh, that's right, that's right. Is that? Okay, yeah, so the new Xbox One, Correct. or PS4. It had but, the biggest controversy, but it's not... But, so, is the game, is the, the $60 that you spend... Is that not worth sixty bucks? I'm not like pro or con or whatever for this. I'm just asking. Um, the I don't own it. The, the story is good. I enjoyed the story. The multiplayer is good once you're in the game. If you are playing the game, the game is great. Okay, so what about the whole they're making you pay to play thing? The original sixty dollars is it not worth it? Or is it, is it, are you talking about the whole, to, well, well, here, to expand well, your experience well, quickly me... with the little super Jedi dark people, you have to pay a lot of money? Well, here's the thing. Dark side. 
because of the huge uproar that took place around it. Oh, yeah, they it was, it was a ma- Yeah, they, they pulled everything. But the problem is, so they pulled the ability to pay for it, but they designed the game to pay for it. So now it's a broken system that it feels weird as you're trying to, at least for me, it feels super weird progression-wise trying to advance your character. I stare at the menu a lot of times thinking, I don't even know really what I'm progressing at this point. What, what am I trying to get right now? At least they don't do a very good job compared to other games in the past where you know what you're progressing. And it, it really feels like they're missing a piece, which was this huge pay-to-play system. Now, I'm glad that they removed it. They will probably put it back because they only said that they were removing it for now. They oh, didn't yeah, say, right. we're moving it, everybody calm down, what, you know, whatever. They just said, we're moving it for now, basically, so you all shut the hell up. But that's about it. Uh, the game, okay, like I said, the, the gameplay is fun. It's visually stunning. But the menu system are broken as hell. The, they're, <laughs> they're, they're just, it's a hack job. Whoever was in charge of designing the the interface and the actual user experience of the menu system as well as trying to get into a game. It takes like a freaking hour and a half to just get into a game. And then to leave a game takes an hour and a half. It takes so long to travel back and forth in between a game and the menu system. You refuse to leave the game. Like, I mean, so I thought Destiny 2 was kind of long. Just so, the loading times. Okay, well, it's like... And this is worse than It's that? like five times longer than, than Destiny. Oh. It's, it's horrible. It's way, way, way longer than Destiny for one. And for two, at least in Destiny, you're dicking around with your player. You're changing his outfit. You're breaking down items. You can do stuff while you're in the loading. Do you know what I'm saying? Here? Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah, that's right. It, yeah. Because while you're in space, you can move yeah, stuff. Yeah, you might like, yeah. your weapons or And armor. that's what everybody does. Everyone immediately flicks up their character... And it doesn't really matter how long it takes for you to get to point B because you're doing stuff while you're doing it. I mean, it, again, we would like it to be shorter. But as long as you're busy, it doesn't really matter. Whereas in you know, Battlefront 2, you're just staring at a loading screen. Nothing is happening for like five minutes. <laughs> nope. That's why I didn't buy it. It's insane. It's absolutely insane. And it's a shame because I do think if it had a quick loading time like in Halo or something like that, it would be a good game probably because the gameplay is fun. I enjoy the gameplay. I think that is visually good. I like a lot about it. I cannot handle playing the game because of trying to go back and forth in between each match. Yeah, like you said, you just never want to leave a game because it's just going to take another right quote-unquote so, hour and a half. Right, exactly, because it, it will load you into... It will allow you to you know just keep playing into the next game. Right, like Call of Duty or whatever. Right, but if you unlock something, the torture is trying to decide, do I want to go back to the menu system? Oh, wait, if you unlock something, you have to go back to like use it or enable it? Correct. Oh, you can't use it unless you go back to your main hub. This is like PlayStation 2, Xbox 360 days. No, it's far worse than that. At least those <laughs> games are functional. I mean, I, this game, it, it's, it, I feel like it's completely broken. It has a lot of potential if they could go in there and update the crap out of it. And they might, but I think they've already made a bunch. But I've kept, who knows? I, I keep checking in on it every now and then, and so far I haven't seen any good update to it. Because they had one DLC, didn't they? Or there was one update? Yeah, so far. Yeah, well, I mean, there's been a couple updates, but one good big update with the, some with the new Force uh, was Force not not Force Awakens, the new Star Wars Unleashed. movie. Oh, Episode. Eight. Well, yeah, sure. Episode last eight. Jedi. Well, there you go. The, the the last Jedi, they had a whole entire uh, thing to go along with the movie. Oh yeah, they changed the heroes out or something. Right. right? Well, they, they didn't ro- change they the heroes out. They just keep, from what it looks like, they're just gonna keep adding heroes to the game. Now that that was one thing that I was furious with the game. So I pre-ordered the game. They already had my money, because I was already excited about it from when I played in the beta. I thought the beta was good, but when it came down to the actual game itself, and I saw. Oh, wait a minute. This is how many heroes I actually have? This is freaking bogus. I don't have General Grievous. I don't have Obi-Wan Kenobi. I don't have Anakin Skywalker. I don't have... I don't have anybody. I got Lando Carizian and Bosk. Who's Bosk? Bosk is like the big lizard dude from... Uh, I think it's... 
episode five. He's a bounty hunter. He's standing next to Boba Fett. Oh, he's see, he's he something I never. Yeah, what, yeah one had, scene. He, exa- what, one scene was zero lines. He growls once at <laughs> at uh, at an imperial officer. That's it. That's his whole. This is why I don't remember him. Right, you shouldn't necessarily remember him. Ray is in it. She's their big deal for the new oh, series. Uh, Darth Maul is the big deal for the prequels, and like Yoda's the big deal for the the. Well, and Darth movies. Vader, right? Yeah, because yeah, he's <coughs> right. Exactly. So when's like this little child Anakin coming out? And he, child like, Anakin will never be. He'll he like jump in a pod racer. He'll and never be in the game. <laughs> He'll never be in the game. <laughs> but nonetheless, actual Anakin. Minus, you know, Darth Vader. Actual Anakin, the chosen one. Sure, like episode three. He's not in the game. Obi-Wan Kenobi, the second main character, I feel like, of the of the series, is not in the game. General Grievous, probably the coolest bad guy, besides Darth Vader, maybe himself. Not in the game. Now, I, I, I'm ranting. I do believe all of these characters are going to go into the game now that I've seen the very first update come out. Oh, sure. The first DLC update has come out. Is it free or paid? It's it's free. It sounds okay. Like. I mean, yeah, yeah. I mean, it Wait. is free. You have okay. to do. You don't get those characters for free though. You have to unlock them with uh, with time and effort. Okay, and this was the whole thing of you could pay money, yeah. and get loot boxes or well, whatever. Just, just just pay for them. <clears throat> so you you know spend a hundred bucks or whatever it was, and you could probably get them. Right. Whereas now, you know, you have to unlock them, and that's fine. I'm okay with that. It is kind of a shame that I probably am not going to unlock them because I think the window closes on them. Uh, the only reason why I'm not going to end up unlocking them is because, for one, I'm, all my friends are playing Destiny 2 right now. So they're all begging me to come play Destiny 2. That's fine. I'll, I'll play Destiny 2 with them and suffer through the grind because Destiny 2 has got its own problems right now. <laughs> just just being the most mind-numbing, nails-on-a-chalkboard grinding. But uh, when it comes to... The two characters they dropped, which was Finn and Phasma, who I hate because it's just a wannabe Boba Fett, <laughs> uh, you you can't get them both. You can only get one character. You have to choose the light side or the dark side for that whole entire season. I think a season's, I don't know, a quarter of a year or, I don't know, like a month or something like that. I'm not sure what it is. This is, this is weird. It's really weird that you, you can only get one character. So you're gonna lose out on either Phasma or Finn forever, it seems like. Which is kind of bogus, unless they do it every. If it's like a quarter is a season, right? So four months, three months. Maybe you can come like back to later. come back. You can like repick them and ch- change sides, right? Or maybe they'll. But is it like if you picked Finn, are you then always having to pick the light side? I don't think so. I think it's just for this just, season. It's just like like Correct. a pair of characters. Right. That way you can pick in between these two characters. Who do you want? Who do you want to fight for? And I, I chose Finn. I was going to unlock Finn. I, I haven't put much effort into it to, to unlock him. I but... can see like the coolness of, you know, y- your decision. But right. at the same time, everybody wants everything. So they're going to complain about it no matter what. It, it, and I was okay with that at the time because, again, I don't like Phasma. So I'm cool with not really getting her. But for the collection... Mindset Wait, is that me? the Chrome Stormtrooper? Yeah, yeah. Her. No, she's cool to look I at. I want to see that character more in movies, but I didn't even know that she was in like episode seven. <laughs> I gotta watch this video. <laughs> Speaking of Star Wars, Star should Wars. we just talk about a review on the movie? The movie itself? We both went and saw it together. Yeah, we saw it the Friday it came out. So yeah. like the day after. Whatever. Yeah, yeah. So right, you you say your review first. What you think? So my my Star Wars experience and or love of Star Wars is I saw the original three, four, five, six sure. as a kid multiple times. Mm-hmm. I didn't see episode one, two, three. Mm-hmm. I didn't watch the clone all the Clone Wars cartoon. Sure, but I enjoyed four, four, five, six. However, my memory of them is one giant movie. I have no idea which one's what. Oh. When I have a memory of some scene in those movies i have no idea what movie movie it was okay however i liked it but i knew one two three sucked so i just never watched them sure and then what rogue one came out i didn't see it till like three months ago Hmm. thought it was really good yeah 
Then I saw episode seven when it came out on digital download, like renting. Okay. I didn't fully pay attention because I was really tired that night. However, I think I thought it was pretty good. Okay. It was okay. Sure. But if I didn't pay attention, I don't really know. Hence why I didn't see the Chrome Star Trooper person. Sure. So episode eight, we I didn't we had some reviews right. They were like, oh, it's bad or it's good. Right. I th- I think there are mainly most people at the time were pushing out that they loved it because when we saw it, only critics had talked about it and critics were just blowing it. They they just loved it. Okay. Yeah. So I thought it was pretty good. There was a couple like weird things that I didn't fully like, like um when a starship got blown up, it sank out of the sky. Out of space? Out of space. Yeah, space. Right, right. I didn't pick up on all the little things that a friend of ours keeps mentioning, like the end, toward the end when the sand and his footprints don't make. Sure. But um, overall... Spoilers, by the way. If you haven't seen... <laughs> yeah. By now, you probably should have seen it. And so, actually, we're just... I don't care. We're going to spoil the crap out of it. Sorry, <laughs> go on. Uh, I thought it was a good movie to hand off to the next generation of... Uh, kids, like enthusiasts of Star Wars that are young, mm-hmm. and the new cast. It, it It's not... It definitely pissed off all the people who are just so nostalgic over the original three, but no one could make a movie that they would like. Nobody. And it's like, you can't keep everybody from the original movies in the movies. They're all dying. Mm-hmm. And the way that that Luke is now... I think he can be like a ghost of some sort. Yes. So it's perfect, because now he doesn't have to be in it, because he's all digital. I guess. Like, he doesn't have to be acting. You can just sure. use him as a digital form. Same with... Well, they're going to have to with Leia, but... But now they can I hand... I don't know like, what they're going to do with Leia. That, that's just a mess. They should have just killed her. I don't know why they didn't kill her. They had ample opportunities in that movie to kill her. Uh, well, when she was... They were on the ship. I thought she was still in that fort place, and they were going to leave her. <laughs> And they did it. She was all of a sudden on the plane. Right, yeah, there, there were so many options that they could have done with her. And now I, I, I'm just very confused with what they're doing going forward. You'd give it a thumbs up. You thought it was a good movie. Yeah. Yeah. All right. So in my opinion, as a standalone film, just going in there, you want to watch one movie and you want to enjoy it. I think this is a good movie. I think that, you know, it's got a good beginning, a really hopeful end. It's inspiring. You got the kid at the end who's got the force powers and stuff like that, and you can really feel like he believes. It doesn't matter who I am, I can be a hero too. It's mm. a very inspiring yep. scenario. Now, for the saga, I think it's got a lot of problems. But as I think about it more and more, all the problems I'm nitpicking with this movie, because I got a lot of issues with it. All the other movies have a lot of flaws. The prequels have got a lot of flaws. The actual main Star Wars themselves that everybody thinks are so freaking phenomenal. They got flaws left and right. They're just, they're full of flaws. You got teddy bears who are killing an empire, which is, it's it's insane. They even allow that to even happen. But people will just give it a pass because it's the original Star Wars. Or, Or they don't remember Sure. Right? It's not fresh in their mind. That, that, that could be. Now, see, the thing is, like, <clears throat> I used to just watch them religiously constantly. And I was a very rare species that loved the prequels. I loved uh, the Darth Maul scenes from episode one. But it was uh, episode two and three were my babies because I loved uh, Jango Fett so much. And I loved uh, Obi-Wan Kenobi so much. Like, Obi-Wan Kenobi and Anakin Skywalker were, like, my two favorite Jedi. I just love them to death. Mace Windu is also the bomb. It, there's so much more, I felt like, lore in the prequels. I could just dive into it because there was so much more stuff with the clones and all the different personalities of the clones when you start going into the, the Star Wars Extended Universe. Uh, you got so many more Jedi to deal with, whereas in, like, the, you know, the originals, you got... Like, three guys. You got Han Solo, Luke Skywalker, uh, Leia, a dead Obi-Wan Kenobi. Chewbacca. Chewbacca, Yoda. I guess, that no one cares about. Y- Yoda. <laughs> he's the jokester. Right. Yoda, who's, like, insane at this point, or at least trying to be funny. I mean, he's trying to probably disguise his personality. 
But I didn't like that Yoda. I liked the serious... Now, the thing is, a lot of people, like you probably, enjoy maybe the funny Yoda more. What, what would you say? Uh, what episode is that from? He, he's... <laughs> oh, just like the old ones. So, so, like, yeah, yeah, yeah. He's all funny. He's goofy. He's like... He's an insane old hermit is what he's pretending to be. Yeah. But then I really enjoy the very serious Yoda, which I thought was super goofy in episode 8 that the hermit Yoda oh, yeah. showed up. Comes like, out? Well, yeah. Because I just thought it was goofy. That I get it. He, they're using a puppet. But that doesn't mean he would have that puppet's personality that he had in episode 5. Because in episode 5, he was just pretending to be a crazy hermit. He's not actually a crazy hermit. Oh, really? Oh, so yeah, these are things I don't know. No, I don't know. Well, I don't, but it's, it's, so there, it's just like there's not consistencies when they're changing the like directors or writers. That's actually and, the main and, problem. And maybe the story arc isn't fully vetted I, between I mean, them all. I don't think that they have an actual story arc for for <laughs> for the the current running trilogy. I don't think that there's a story so, arc. So do we know who's doing episode nine? Is it the same as episode eight? No, it's the same as seven. So it's, a- so Abrams? JJ is coming back to I guess. I don't know, bring back all the stuff that got ruined from number... And, and I'm not saying that number eight ruined anything. But I would say that number eight stomped on number seven. Whatever you liked uh, about number yeah, seven. right? Because if that Emperor dude, Snoke... Right. If he had a plan for him, it's completely... Oh, yeah. He just, he just stomped on it and said, you know what? Actually, I don't like Snoke. Squash. Now, movie-wise, I really liked that. I thought it was super cool. Oh, it was cool. so cool when he was doing that. I loved it. But for a story arc... It's terrible. Yeah, right. It's cancer. It you can't do this to a story arc. It's like right in the middle of the story, you're just slapping it like, oh, who knows what's going to happen in the end because I'm putting an end right here, right now. <laughs> he, he's just putting a box right in the middle of the whole entire story. You're like, well, I can't work around this box. So you just cut up everything and just built your own little lanes here. But nonetheless, like in the moment, if you're watching as a standalone movie, if you're staying in the box, it's a cool box to be in. I mean, it's like, yeah, this is a great movie. But as a story arc, the first guy shows up, writes the beginning of the arc. Second guy shows up, slaps everything he wrote down to the ground, and then the, he has to come back and be like, "Well, no, I really like Snoke. You. Yeah, still alive. Snoke is still alive. <laughs> this or, isn't Game of Thrones, right? Exactly. Or uh, you know what? I really like that mask, so I'm having him glue that mask back together, and he's putting it back on. You know, or whatever. I don't know. But it, to wrap it up. You enjoyed it as a standalone. We're unsure of the trilogy. I enjoy it as a standalone. I don't understand why they didn't put reins on him to be like, this is our goal. Can you get us to this goal? And maybe they did. Maybe somehow well, this now, is a so. part of a plan. Yeah. But from the outside looking in, it doesn't look like that. It looks like this guy just went in there with the hatchet and started making, said, I'm making my own movie. <laughs> You figure out what happens next, <laughs> and he just starts hacking. <coughs> okay, we, we we got some pinball talk we need to talk about. You plan on selling one of your pinball so, machines? I'm big into pinball. Huge into pinball. Right now we're sitting in his basement. We got here one, two, three, four, five, six, seven machines we're sitting next to, and you got more over at your buddy's house. Yeah. So I have Ghostbusters Premium, Metallica Pro, Tron Pro. Lord of the Rings, Medieval Madness Remake, A Black Hole, 72 Gottlieb Playball, an 83 Bubble Hockey Checks. Then at my buddy's house, we have a World Poker Tour and a Sopranos. And I've flipped a bunch, or gone through a bunch of games right. before. I think in 2012 I got into pinball. I'd never played... I played pinball as a little kid a couple times. Somehow, I got the bug. In 2012. <laughs> I mean, it is what it is. I mean, I, people get bugs at different times. I myself had never really been... I've never been big in the pinball. I thought they were interesting, but I was never big in the pinball until I met you and I started coming down to your basement and actually enjoying playing pinball. So now I want some machines myself. In particular, I really want Batman Forever. <laughs> I don't know if I have three grand to drop on Batman Forever just to have one game in my house, but at the same time, I really want that game. Yeah, theme... Theme's a big one. I would say like theme is like eighty percent of the game, at least to draw you in, right? Yes. Someone on Canada's podcast, he's just talking about this. He said, when the game is off, you want the games you keep are the ones that you like. You look at and you like it. 
Well, Tron, Tron, right here. This here, this game, you've discussed trying to sell several times because you don't like the gameplay of it. It's one of those love hate, right? right? It's like an angry game. Sure, it's like an angry. But at the ex-girl. same time, you will never sell it because you love Tron too much. I Tron Legacy, oof. I have a deep love for that movie, and then the game, right? The music just pulls you in. It's like Daft Punk, like electronic, mm. and the cool visuals. Uh, I you don't I was offered me. a Tron LE pinball machine for four some thousand dollars, new in box, and my roommate at the time talked me out of it. That game goes for like ten plus, Oof. and he still feels bad. <laughs> <laughs> but I got my Tron Pro, and uh, yeah. What's, what's the difference between the Pro and the LE? The LE has EL wire, like L, uh, light up wires, like lights on the ramps that change color to the mode or what shots. Oh, are you fucking serious? Yeah, 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 I'm fucking serious. On the left, there's I have stand up targets. On the LE, there's drops. Then, also on the LE, is a specific multi ball called Daft Punk Multi Ball with a song oh made gosh. just for that game. Yeah. Wait, which is a song specifically made for that game, an exclusive? Or fine, uh, either the, the, that the, or it's from the the, the pinball or the multi ball is at least exclusive to that game. You say yeah, and maybe yeah. it is exclusive, but I don't remember. Sure, it would be bomb if they made a song exclusive for that. Just that. I'm one. gonna get lit on fire if if it's not. Sure. <laughs> well, we'll find out. <laughs> we'll find out in the comments, right? Section. And so all these people on the forum are going, you know, how how do we get that multi that song or multi ball into this game? It's like, nah, no, you can't, you can't be doing that. Mm. No, so trauma is one of my. My big loves, right, that I had to have. But when I first got into pinball, Medieval Madness, right, was the number one game. And I, I did a lot of virtual pinball. That's how I got into it. And it was Tales of Arabian Nights, Medieval Madness, and I would just not stop playing them. So Tales of Arabian Nights, I just played that today on, the, oh, on, uh, on my son's uh, fire. and On the pinball arcade. Yeah. And that is a... Dude, that game. So, is that a real game? That's a real game. Because that's a mind-blowing game. All oh. I can think of as I was playing, I was like, this almost feels fake because this is so crazy good. I know you're not huge into pinball, but <laughs> this is like a good a good uh, view to have when we talk pinball later on. But sure. the guy who designed that is named J-Pop, uh-huh. and he's currently in this like heated battle of craziness. No one wants to hear or see him ever again. Okay, sure. But yeah, he designed that game. Circus Voltaire, Theater of Magic, and all of his games are just gorgeous. And they're really fun. They're not super deep. People aren't obsessed with the code, but it's super fun for anybody to pick up and play quick. So like Tales of Arabian Nights, you kind of do the same thing, and I think I virtually beat the genie once, but it's so fun. There's so many like mm-hmm. trick shots. He does a lot of cool tricks with magnets and like the star catch. Yeah. The it's one like, magnet, like, grabbing the center in front of, like, the genie thing oh, yeah. was super cool. Dude. I get, I get, I, granted, I'm just playing the virtual version of it, and I'm not playing the real one. But all I could think is, if this is a real game, but I couldn't, I couldn't tell if it was a real game, because it seemed so... It seemed too cool. It felt like it was a fake <laughs> game. That was a lot of the games from the 90s, I feel like. I don't know. Okay. I have I have thoughts of, like, getting rid of Tron for something like that. Like, Scared Stiff, Tales of Ruby Nights. But, but then I, I'll miss my... My Daft Punk. Well, how much... Okay. Obviously, Medieval Madness is an incredible, incredible game. Now, how much would a game like Arabian Nights go for? See, nowadays, they jumped up. They're like... Ah, what would it... I mean, six to ten grand, depending on the condition. Jesus. We started... I started Pinball League. So, uh, every Wednesday, like, we come to my house, mm-hmm. or uh, our friend Kevin... Mm-hmm. Who has the two Sopranos in World Poker? Mm-hmm. And we kind of hang out, run a little tournament league. I'm still not kind of fully up on leagues, like the league software. I started match play, but just haven't fully figured it out. Um, but we did like a, a golf pin golf thing where we kind of had little challenges, right? And then and dollar th- game, and that was a fun. I think everybody loved that game, or that that people love that. Yeah, one. I think we should do that more often. You were talking about uh. Kevin, who has World Poker, was getting kind of bored, or he didn't really like it. He thought, he's 
I bought it because he's obsessed with poker, and the sure. price was right. Well, it makes sense. I mean, if he likes poker, this could be a game that he would yeah, love. Yeah, right? I like themes, so I go for themes. But he he thought, in his head, it's too open, it's floaty, and then there's five shots. And he just, it is boring for him. He doesn't really know what to do. It doesn't really progress. Like, Sopranos is is really fun. There's always something to hit. He just goes for the multiballs over and over again. But that is how I also feel about both those games, is that there's a a ton of shots that you can do constantly on uh, the Sopranos, whereas on poker, especially sitting next to each other, you have this one that you just shoot the ball and it's going to be going into something on, on Sopranos, and the other one has this huge open space of nothingness. Oh, yeah. Everything's in the back or side. Right. It's cool that it has that second platform. The second platform to me is awesome. It reminds me of something like Black Hole. But it, I just hate that huge, empty, massive like desert in the center. <laughs> it is a player's game. It's like the code's so deep. It's really people who like play tournaments and, and want that rule set kind of mentality. That's a good game for them. Mm-hmm. But since Kevin didn't like it, I was looking to, to trade or sell it. And, uh, we looked at Monopoly for a little bit. Yeah, Mono- Monopoly is the high on my list. That game is super fun. I feel like it's similar to Sopranos where it's super fun. It's a decent theme. It's family friendly. And it's just fun to shoot. And you know what you're going to do. You're going to try to get around the board. When I heard you say Monopoly, I had no interest in even... <laughs> I, right? It's like a, it's like a right. when you're seven playing with well, I just you're like, oh, Monopoly. I'm like, who the fuck wants to play Monopoly? <laughs> It sounds really right, late. But, but I just smiled like, okay, yeah, sure, that sounds good. But then when you showed me the video, I was like, this game is incredible. There was just, there's this guy, again, it's the same scenario as uh, Sopranos. There's just tons of shots across tons. the yeah, whole entire game. And it's like, this is an incredible game. There's stuff going on all over the place, which is, it seems like is exactly what Kevin would want. It's what I would want as well, for that matter. And you just, didn't even see, there's a safe that blocks around, and you have to hit the door and it opens. Oh, I saw that. Oh, you did? Okay, yeah, I saw that. Yeah. No, it's a it's a super fun game. And I just, the thought of you know, Monopoly, I have no interest in like even moving forward with that, but then when you actually see the game, like, this game's incredible. Yeah, the theme doesn't perk you up, but then the gameplay does. Oh, yeah. But the theme's not hated, it's just, it just seems Co- lame. Correct, exactly. I don't hate, I'm not, I'm not anti-Monopoly, but when I see the it in gameplay, not only am I cool with the actual gameplay, but then the, it brings the theme up, too. Like, oh, cool, we're having a fun time playing Monopoly. Let's keep yeah. doing this. <laughs> the only other thing I can think of is he loves The Walking Dead, and so we would you know, have to sell or trade plus cash for The Walking Dead. And now that the code has kind of been flushed out and updated, that's a really good game, too. But Oh, do they do updates to pinball games? Yeah. See, I didn't know that. On the newer Sterns, you just, it's a USB stick. On these, like, Tron and Lord of the Rings, it's like you have to replace a chip, like a... Sure. ROM chip. Sure. Which way is he leaning right now? Monopoly. He doesn't want to spend any more money because he's putting daughters through college, I guess. Sure. <laughs> make, make, makes sense. Makes sense. But there's a local retailer, and we're kind of in talks about a, a trade or, or purchase of the Monopoly, but they even said World Poker isn't a hot-selling game, and they have one in stock, so there's really no... I don't have a, an up on getting it traded. It's kind of like a used car, right? Sure. There. They have to lowball me because it's a retail right. storefront, so I'm better off selling it uh, to somebody. Like on Craigslist or yep. something. And then go with the cash to go get the Monopoly. But totally want Monopoly. Might not happen. Might be just waiting for a long time. I thought if he doesn't get it, we need to somehow get it into this basement because that game looks so cool. But, oh, so you had mentioned... Uh, so my goal in life is to get everybody I know to buy a pinball machine. <laughs> Speaking of which, we have a bid right now on a game. Yeah, so we found a game, and it's really unknown. It's like an 80 Gottlieb Disco Fever? Yes. Kind of an odd, unique game, but if the price is right... Which it looks like the price is going to be right. It looks like we're going to get it for real cheap. Well, you know how bidding works, right? It's like the last 10 minutes. Okay, fine, fine. Well, currently, it looks like it's going to go real cheap. And, yeah, it may be beat up, it may be old, but I've seen what people can do with them on on, on YouTube. So I showed him TNT Amusements, so Todd Tucky, I showed him the video for that. Right. And uh, Steve's loving the LEDs. Oh, yeah. All those awesome, it, 
it looks like a modern game after they got done with it. They just completely lit the whole thing up. It's all bright purple. They got uh, they adjusted some pins. Oh, not not pins. Some, they moved some posts. Oh yeah, they replaced the posts so that yeah, that was, that was shot. some shots would be better. And when I saw everything they did, I was like, oh, if we did half of what they did. I'd be super happy with this game. So here's the funny part. Some people call that, like, clown puke, right? Where the LEDs are all bright and colory. Oh, I love it. And I remember first getting to pinball and loving that. Sure. But now that I'm in it, kind of getting old and crotchety, I tone it back to, like, a nice white kind of... Oh, sure. I but hear I hear you. But no, so I just looked it up. We're still at about 50 bucks. That's not bad. That's huge. Well, we got... I mean, that, that's amazing. I, I, we got, like, two, three days left. I yeah. Uh... It's it's gonna, it's gonna but it doesn't fully thing. work, I guess. But well, my black hole's been down for how many years? Three. <laughs> so we'll, we'll, I'll fix his faster than mine. Black hole, in theory, could be done very soon. Yeah, I finally got all the board work done, which it should be because the game's freaking amazing. <laughs> pinball arcade. Yeah, that's how I know yep. exactly from pinball arcade. It's just it's gotta finish up the cleaning the play fields. Yeah. Because as soon as I played it on Pinball Arcade, I was like, oh my god, you need to fix this thing ASAP. <laughs> my neighbor's five-year-old son keeps saying the same thing. I think we're running out almost an hour. Should we just yeah. wrap it up? And t- that way the listeners don't get too bored of us. They're already yeah, they, 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 they've already Yeah, they've already left a long time ago. We're just talking to ourselves at this point. When this, when this gets rolling, we'll have better like ideas on what to talk about and all that jazz. Exactly. I mean, we got... New games coming out all the time. There's always new tech news. There's always new uh, pinball things that we'll be doing. Oh, yeah, because there's, like, the pinball. This week in pinball, we can get some news on. and we got tons of stuff to talk about constantly. And we just, Our little league things. We're so busy talking to ourselves about all this different stuff. We thought, we should just make a podcast. We should just make a podcast. That way our voices go out into the ether. And then maybe, <laughs> maybe somebody else will give a crap what we think, too. Yeah, I've wanted to have one. I've wanted to start one way back five some years ago like while i was fixing games kind of like say here's the problem and here's the fix and how i did it but i kind of was too scared or nervous to like i didn't think anybody wanted to hear or see this crap right. just some some nerd fumbling around thinking they, he can they, fix they, a game and they probably don't the two, the, two, the two people listening to us have already been like yeah no one does want to listen to you i'm gonna force my mom to listen <laughs> there we go <laughs> give me a thumbs up uh-huh. all right well this is steve this is Parnell. We're going to sign off for uh, flipping and mashing for today. You guys have a great day. We'll talk to you later. All right. Adios.